in-depth conversations, matchup breakdowns, analysts on every game, everything a Steelers fan could want. This is Fourth Down in the Steel City with your hosts, Adam Crawley and Colin Dunlap. This is going to lead all of the national broadcast this week, Colin. This right here, say it. Brian Flores going to Miami. Let's go. I don't know that it moves the needle anywhere, but here's my question. Do we know what he does, A, and B, has he been worth it yet, Brian Flores? Because I can't answer question A, but question B, because I can't answer question A, I think no, he has not been worth it. The defense has been bad, and they have a couple of guys who are supposed to be geniuses calling the damn thing. I think, well, I can't answer that question because I don't know what he does. Yeah. I, I can answer a firm, but I'm not going to say he's been bad. Here's why. What if his duty this past week was to figure out a way to limit Tom Brady? I think we'd all agree that the Steelers figured out a way to limit Tom Brady without one of the best safeties in the game with a bunch of guys that were ragtag patchwork defensive backs. We always just typecast him and put him into the linebacker coach role. We know that's not just what he's doing. No. What if he was the guy that micro and hyper analyzed Brady film and he came up and they're not going to give away trade secrets. Of course and not. He, and he was the guy that came up with a scheme to, even if it was, Hey, we need to figure out a way to dare. I say, what if this is the book right now? Have Brady beat us. If he figured out a way to say, stop Leonard Fournette, we think Leonard Fournette would beat us before Brady did. So before I answer that question, I'd have to know his duties. And the the only entity in, in on this earth that's more secretive than a football staff is the Kremlin. So that being said, like, we're never going to know. And that's fine. That's great. But I, I can't – I don't want to knock the guy before without knowing what he does. He very well made personalized game plans. Well – if he's personalizing game plans, then he didn't do a good enough job against New England or a good enough job against Cleveland or a good enough job, my God, what if his duties against the New evolved? York Jets. What's that? What if his duties have evolved as the season has gone on? That's a great point. That's a great point. I mean, I look at the totality of what the Steelers have done on defense so far, and I say they've stunk. And you brought this guy in, regardless of the responsibility, I looked at them as this holy triumvirate of Mike Tomlin and Terrell Austin and Brian Flores. And I said, regardless of circumstance, you got to be a top five defense in the league. And Mike Tomlin argued against that in the offseason saying, no, you'll know what it looks like. Okay. Well, the statistics tell me they're not a top five defense, not even close. And the eye test tells me they're not a top five defense. So whatever they brought him in for, he might, he might've done it uh, against new England, right? Or not new England, uh, rather Tampa Bay, stupid right. Brady crap. He might have. I don't know that. But what he hasn't done is help the unit be better because they're worse than they were last year. Yeah, but you're cooking without a big ingredient, man. I hate to judge the dish if I can't have any, you know, garlic. And that's TJ Watt. It's tough. Yeah, it's, it's a big deal for me. Um, I just I don't know what Flores has. Back to the storyline. That's very intriguing. Will this be played up or not? The national media, particularly NBC, it being the, the big broadcast, right? Sunday night football. We waited all day for Sunday night is what they tell us. 
So mm-hmm. that's going to happen. They control the narrative pregame and up into that. Does the NFL want to distance themselves so far away from Brian Flores in Miami that by extension they tell NBC, don't, don't talk about that. And then NBC goes, okay. And they say, well, the trade-off is we'll feed you information like Al Michaels saying a couple weeks ago, uh, like national guys get, like they somebody in the office wants Daniel Snyder to sell. Like he didn't pick that out of the air. Right. Somebody gave that to him. Um, so that being said, I I bet there's just a passing mention and there's not the story that it really deserves because of the ugliness and the NFL being in the epicenter of Yeah. I wanted to bring that up last week, actually, for the Thursday night game. And Al Michaels said something about the Dan Snyder situation. And so I think it'll I think it'll be mentioned. I'm not sure the lawsuit will be mentioned. I think that's the way it'll go. Brian Flores was the former Miami coach and yada, yada. Will they bring up the lawsuit? Man, I don't think that they will. I think that they I don't think that they're going to want to do that. Deshaun Watson stuff gets brought up. Why? Well, the league, the league wants that stuff brought up because they don't like Deshaun Watson. Um, Kyle Brandt went vile, right? Remember when he took out Deshaun Watson? Well, okay, he was on the NFL Network. I wonder why that got disseminated. I wonder if he knew it was okay to say that. I don't know that the league wants this scrutiny on it as it relates to the hiring and firing of black coaches. I would guess not. Yeah, I would think that they don't touch it much. They show him in the press box. They say there's Brian Flores. You know the story. Well, because we didn't see it this week with uh, with Todd Bowles and what he said in his press conference about race. Right. It just did, and it was I thought a pretty hefty statement. Uh, I thought it was something big. I thought something that needed to be delivered to the masses. Um, so it, it's going to be interesting with Flores though, with his duties that you ask. I, and it's undeniable the Steelers' offense has – or, excuse me, defense has not gotten better. But I, I don't want to – this is the one time I don't want to be knee-jerk reaction guy. I, I got to – it's tough to not have T.J. Watt and get a real evaluation of him. If they get to three and five before the bye with T.J. Watt, I give him like a 40% chance of making the playoffs. I mean, if, if Watt comes back and is anywhere near Watt levels – Yes. And they are three and five at the bye. I've looked at their schedule. I've combed it over. I have a magnet on my fridge. I give them a I give them a real puncher's chance. Now, I don't well, think because there's be so many division games. Right? And you've got Cincinnati at home. You've got Cleveland at home. You're already one up on Cincinnati. You usually split with Baltimore even when both teams are good. Well, even even when both teams are bad or one is bad and one is good, they're always three point games. Right? Yeah, they're they're always tight. Ah, uh, because everybody had them pegged for one and seven, two and six at best. And I don't think they're good, Colin. I mean, no. I don't think this is a good Steelers team. But you're right. I had them at one and seven, and at one and seven, okay, season's done. I, I didn't think that I would allow one game to change my mind this much, and it hasn't. But I'll let two games change my mind. You beat Tom Brady, and then you go on the road. Because this team, they just showed us they could handle failure, and they could handle getting punched in the mouth and then bounce back from what was an embarrassing performance against Buffalo. What they need to show me is that they can handle success. And if they do that and they get T.J. Watt back, now all of a sudden the picture 
that they wanted to paint us all offseason of how they were going to win football games, it comes back into focus a little bit. One game hasn't changed my mind. I don't think the Steelers are very good, but there's something that I can't stop paying attention to over the past 24 hours. Why did Chase Claypool decide to have a resurrection? That's why one player might change my mind a little bit. He was left for dead. He was done. He was the guy that you circle from an attitude standpoint and all of that that was like, if they're going to pack it in, this dude's packing it in. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, he came to play, which, again, one game doesn't change my mind. One player really doesn't even. But if Chase Claypool can perform even at half that level, they become scary, even if other guys don't have good games. I, I don't know why Chase Claypool decided to ramp it up. It changes the whole dynamic of the offense, no matter who the quarterback is, and even if they can't run the football. Yeah, you're dead right about that. And I was pleasantly surprised, and I've crushed Matt Canada a lot, as we all have, about the way that he utilized Chase Claypool to his strengths. They've been too, I think, concerned with, yeah, they'll they'll run a jet sweep to him every now and again, but they've been too concerned with just trying to chuck the ball to him deep down the field. Right. Let the guy run the route tree. Let him run him from the slot, and I think you can have a lot of success with Chase Claypool. One funny thing before we wrap up. Did you see on that huge catch Claypool made over the middle of the field? I saw a still shot of this going around Twitter. Levante David was trying to call timeout, and Chase Claypool's blowing past him as he's calling timeout. It's wonderful. Even Robert Spillane would be in better coverage than Levante David. He's a great player. Big move. I liked it. I thought the only thing that would have made it better is if Claypool caught it and spiked it like Plex. Oh, yeah. I remember one time Plex bit his tongue, and uh, Heinz Ward, I thought, almost threw up on the field. Didn't look good. Ooh, Colin. Somebody threw up on the field. This- oh, it was the guy in the Tennessee game. Tennessee. Did you see that? He just kept I, it going. I believe it was the left tackle who uh, hails from West Virginia that Dana Holgerson couldn't keep in state. Great job, Dana. We'll wrap it up on that. Uh-huh. We'll have a preview of the Steelers and the Dolphins on Friday. If the Steelers win, they're three and four. And maybe, I guess it can't be in first place in the AFC North, but they could be no worse than a game back. Goodbye.